Welcome to the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where we tackle the issues you feel awkward talking about and put ourselves into uncomfortable situations you secretly relate to. We're not better than you. We're the same as you. We're just willing to publicly talk about our innermost cringe and shame. I'm Melissa. And I'm Vanessa. Let's get uncomfortable. Welcome to another wondrous episode of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast. Today, we will be talking about body yaddy 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 yaddies. <laughs> Such an immense topic to be uncomfortable about. So this week, we'll be taking a special approach to our uncomfortable moments by sharing what about our bodies has made us feel uncomfortable recently. So Vanessa, did you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, lately, I have been carrying, I think, a lot of stress in my body. And I know from experience now and from having seen a chiropractor that a lot of it, even as I'm saying it, I'm trying to roll my shoulders back, I start hunching over. And actually today specifically, I was giving a super long presentation that went way over time. And I wasn't so much nervous about it as I was very um, intense about it because it was an important presentation. And so I realized afterwards, because my jaw hurt, that I had basically been, I guess, clenching my teeth or maybe rub like, um, what do you call that when you rub your teeth together? Um, whatever that, uh, for like the entire thing. So that was, that was uncomfortable because now my jaw hurts. So, eh, how about you? Well, for me, it's realizing how effing pale my legs are. 2020 messed me up because I definitely stayed inside more than I should have, or actually, no, I was supposed to be staying inside. So I did the right thing and I wore many a cute sweat set all year. And now that we've been slapped in the face with um, Hot Girl Summer 2021 edition, my legs weren't ready. My legs aren't ready. They're not ready for shorts, but here we are. I'm just trying to embrace it. So uh, there's my uncomfortable moment with uh, accepting my body. So speaking of embracing things, um, like I mentioned, today we'll be talking about our bodies. But what about our bodies? Um, today we'll be delving into the philosophy of body neutrality, which is a term that is starting to permeate social so society and culture in general. Um, and body neutrality is a philosophy that takes emphasis away from the appearance of your body and promotes acceptance of your body as it is, encouraging you to recognize its abilities and non-physical characteristics, meaning emphasizing what your body can do for you versus what it looks like. This movement aims to decentralize the body as an object by challenging the myth that the way we look drives our worth. So that's based off of a Healthline article um, written in 2021. So very recent. Wow, that is really recent. Uh, I honestly haven't really heard about this term before. Well, I've heard it. I just, I guess I've never really explored it. So shout out to one of our listeners who suggested this as an episode topic for us. Yeah. Before we get into it, though, uh, let us gather our notes <clears throat> and we'll come right back. All right. So, Melissa, as someone who is new to this whole body neutrality or, you know, body positivity, are they the same thing? Is there a difference between the two? What do you know about it? Well, until our listener suggested this as a topic, I 
didn't know what body neutrality was. And when we get into some of the questions we'll be discussing today, I honestly felt like a lot of the elements of body neutrality, some of those things were just lumped into body positivity, which apparently isn't yeah, there's a reason why there's a difference. Okay. And again, just based off of what I read, it seems like body neutrality focuses more on um, what your body can do for you versus how it looks. So very much taking emphasis away from looks. But how do you understand it? Well, I don't necessarily think I understand <laughs> understand it that much, uh, but I did do some some digging. I found an Instagram account called Beyond Beautiful Book, and I believe that this woman published this book to talk about the difference between body positivity and body neutrality, and she created uh, this slideshow of images to help understand the two. So I'm going to read them to you and hopefully that will help all of us, our collective understanding of what it is. So body positive is, I feel good about myself because I know I'm beautiful. Being body neutral would be how I feel about myself has nothing to do with my appearance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So body positive Feeling attractive is a prerequisite to happiness. Body neutral is being preoccupied with what you see in the mirror leads to unhappiness. So, a difference again. Another one. Body positive. Understand that your body is beautiful, flaws and all. Body neutral. Understand that your outer shell is only a single, not all that interesting part of yourself. Hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, There's two more. Body positive, media messages that suggest there's only one way to be attractive. Body neutral, media messages that suggest being attractive is what's most important. I don't really get that one. Okay, but anyways, continue. Uh, Last one is body positive. We need to change the definition of beauty in our society. Body neutral is we need to change the value of beauty in our society. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. I think with that last one about media, and my understanding is that Body positive here still is trying to talk about how our body looks in the Mm -hmm. media, while body neutral is, let's get rid of that as even being an important factor in our media. Right. Yeah. So that's that's what I found to be a helpful comparison between the two. So hopefully that was helpful for all of you as well. We'll share them on our social media so we can have that visual for everyone to look at. Great. Okay. Well, that was helpful. So... Now that we know a little bit more about body positivity versus body neutrality, which of the philosophies seems to appeal more to you, the body positivity or body neutrality and why? Did you used to like one more than the other? Um, Well, for a while, I really wanted to subscribe to the whole body positivity movement. I wanted to somehow find it within me to love my body and stop hating all the little bits that I don't think are good enough. But the more I tried to be body positive, the more frustrated I became because the more I tried to tell myself that I loved X, Y, Z about my body, even though I knew I didn't, the more like a fraud I felt. And so it got to be really frustrating because 
I wanted to, you know, love every part of me and I'm beautiful, flaws and all, blah, blah, blah. But deep down, I didn't really believe that. And so mm-hmm. I, then I just kind of felt like an imposter and a fraud and it was really annoying. And that, that actually was worse for me than because mm. that was on top of the little voice in my head telling me X, Y, Z isn't good enough. So... I kind of stopped trying to be body positive. You got those two, the angel and devil on your shoulder that's constantly fighting each other. Yeah, it was really annoying. So I I just kind of stopped and I think I gave up. (laughs) I was like, body positivity is not for me. Okay, interesting. Yeah, body neutrality is seeming more and more attractive to me as a a concept. Yeah, yeah. And I, I relate to what you were saying in terms of body positivity not necessarily working for me either. So in recent years, actually, I guess there have been elements of body neutrality that I've been incorporating into my everyday thoughts that I've been trying to make a habit that I just assumed was part of body positivity, as I mentioned prior. So I used to be that person in college that put post-its post-it notes on her mirror with positive affirmations and one of them was about beauty of course I was (laughs) um but I uh, agree or I understand or relate to you in saying that it didn't really help me in terms of my self-confidence with my body it was only when I started to focus on other things or you know unfollowing the people on Instagram or influencers on Instagram that did not look like me followed more people that look like me and Mm. followed fitness workouts or fitness leaders on on youtube that were very much understanding of different types of bodies and not really emphasizing the whole standard of beauty that society was giving us at the time or still gives us to this day so when i started to focus on that versus and and therefore lowering the value of essentially the number on the scale and focusing Mm -hmm. on the increase in strength that I started to feel and being able to lift these freaking boxes up all the stairs to my apartment or Mm -hmm. you know then I started to feel more positive about my body because my thick thighs can get me up these stairs you know so (laughs) I found that when I focus on the strength acts aspect excuse me the confidence boost came with it okay So it seems like if we were, if I was to try and pinpoint the difference between body positivity and body neutrality, body positivity in your case with the thighs specifically, (laughs) body positivity would be, I love my thick thighs, but body neutrality would be, I love the fact that my thick thighs can get me up these stairs. So the focus being more on what you said earlier, what your body can do for you and appreciating it versus Uh, trying to love your thick thighs as a flaw but you're loving it anyway (laughs) yeah because then that I guess implies that you still have flaws I don't know very confusing but yeah all right you mentioned something interesting about unfollowing people who didn't look like you Mm -hmm. did you feel like it was getting to be a a toxic positivity so at what point can being positive about your body become toxic is that a thing that you that you think can happen is there a such thing as being too positive oh I definitely think so and and the threshold may be different for each person but I definitely believe that there could be a level of toxicity when it comes to body positivity let alone just positive positivity in general um just like anything on social media most people are displaying the best versions of themselves and that 
then can be toxic because it shows a false sense of their life or a false reality of what their life actually is and it it you know it ends up ignoring or dismissing the trials and tribulations that come with real life and all of that is natural a natural part of life and we tend to focus so much on trying these positive positive affirmations and being you know having a positive outlook on life the glass is half full or you know half full versus half empty Mm -hmm. but I think when we tend to overload ourselves with that especially about my body it then you'd end up feeling like one-sided or tipped over to it doesn't feel balanced in my in my perspective it's almost like the glass instead of being the glass is half full the glass is full full over your cup overflowing (laughs) it's too much (laughs) positivity well all right i'm gonna i'm gonna venture out here into our safe space uh Mm -hmm. so if you're listening please don't be offended by what i'm about to say because this is my own trying to understand positivity i suppose Mm -hmm. but this was a couple of years ago as i mentioned earlier i did want to be body positive because I thought that I guess this was based on people I saw on social media too or what I saw people posting but love your body and everything's great and it'll make you happier and blah 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 to your point about following people who look more like you I went on this like search to see if I could find more women who were wearing cute outfits that looked more like me uh and in my quest I did happen upon this one uh, girl's account and I don't remember her uh, whatever I don't remember any any of her information but I remember looking at her and thinking to myself this girl is overweight really overweight mm-hmm. so overweight to the point where maybe is that and then and then I felt bad for thinking that because that's being negative and then also maybe a little judgmental and so that I had to reel myself back in but then I reached out to a group of friends, you included, (laughs) and I did ask for people's opinion, and my question was, is there such a thing as being, I didn't phrase it this way because I didn't know what I was saying at the time, right, but my question essentially was, is there such a thing as being too positive about your body in the sense that, you know, she can be on her Instagram saying, I love everything about me, my body's beautiful, and you can't tell me X, Y, Z because I know that I love me, and my question was, is there a point where then maybe we're ignoring the fact that we need help? You know, if I say I love my body flaws and all, then does that then mean that I don't care to work out or that or I don't in denial want... of some kind? Right. Or that I don't need to watch my eating habits because I'm me, whether I'm eating a cheeseburger or a salad. And so when is it too much? At what point are we then just ignoring a problem? So I, I've been battling or I had been battling with that for a while and I reached out to you all and of course nobody had a definite answer. I don't think there is a definite answer. And you brought up the point of, well, maybe there's something, an underlying condition, something we don't know. And my counter argument was, well, is that the case for everyone? Because I definitely could work on a few things and I don't have an underlying condition that I know of. Oh my gosh, knock on wood. <laughs> I'm knocking on wood too. <laughs> is this even Please no. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I just thought maybe there is such thing as too much, which is why maybe body neutrality is more appealing to me because it's not a denial of things or a, it doesn't feel like a lie. Yeah. To say I'm thankful for my legs working doesn't feel like the same thing as me being like, oh my gosh, I love my legs, even though I'm a little prickly today. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I think, and just to add on to what you're saying, and we were talking about the concept of denial of reality or you know saying that the cup is too 
is overflowing. It's too full of positivity. Um, I think when we when we talk about body neutrality too, it's not ignoring or it is inclusive of still having goals to better yourself and your body and all of that, but in a different lens of focusing on strength and endurance and again, the practical ways that your body serves you versus it fitting into jeans and looking cute in that specific top or right. yeah, that. Yes. So, okay. Okay. Well, speaking <laughs> of that, it seems like you were going through the journey at the time to explore the world of body positivity. And now that we are incorporating the idea of body neutrality, where are you at in terms of body acceptance in general? Uh, so in our notes, I left this blank because I wasn't sure if I was going to go there with my answer. <laughs> but I mean, the whole point of our podcast is to be uncomfortable, right? So I guess I'll go there. I personally have had a really tough journey with body acceptance. You know, growing up in a really verbally abusive environment with a parent who was always the the glass half empty advocate about my body mm. was very challenging. And so to this day, and I am a huge advocate of therapy because it's helped me to recognize that this is a thing. Um, so if you are experiencing this as well, you're not alone. I'm also dealing with it. But just I feel that for me, sometimes the little voice that everyone has about uh, the self-doubt or the, the negative self-talk, I just mine is a bit louder than most and it's mm. a bit more constant than most. And it's a lot centered a lot around how I look and then therefore how it makes me feel. So in terms of my body acceptance, that's part of why I wanted to grasp onto the body positivity thing so much because I thought that that would help me to overcome this right. metaphorical demon basically of my past. And it didn't work because I was just lying to myself because mm -hmm. it, it was like a counterintuitive thing of, oh my gosh, I really hate the way my thighs look, for example, right? But then I would try body positivity and say, well, you know what? No, I love my thighs. They're amazing. But I mm -hmm. knew that was a lie. I knew it was a lie. It was 100%. I don't love, I didn't love them. I'm learning to love them. And I think body neutrality or that mindset can can help me learn to love them for a very different reason that isn't yeah. based on looks, Right. But I think for me, my body acceptance journey is just I just have to accept that it might take a little longer because I have to unlearn a lot of things. And step yeah. one was recognizing when it was happening because it was constant. And so for me, it was like a normal state of being to just live in negative, negative self-talk. Self and so but I didn't know that it wasn't normal until I started mm. like talking to someone about it. So I'm working on it. It's it's yeah. getting there. I, the more we talk about body neutrality, which I'm grateful that one of our listeners brought up to us, yeah. the more I'm like, oh, okay, like this could actually be a helpful mind shift, mindset shift for me. So I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's kind of where I am. Maybe uh, in yeah. progress, in progress, which I think most of us are. But I don't yeah. know. How about how how has your acceptance journey gone? Because you've at, been, I feel uh -huh. like you've been more so than me, and more so than some people I know. You've been more appreciative about your body. I don't know. Does that resonate? Yeah, with you? and okay. I haven't always been that way. I, mm -hmm. you know, I appreciate you bringing up 
traumas from your past and being comfortable enough to share that because it did remind me of just, you know, in Filipino culture in general, there mm. is talk, negative talk about your body and oh, it's absolutely. unwarranted and unsolicited at times and it makes you question everything. <laughs> Most <I'm>, times. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being more truthful about that. Yeah. I was told to eat more, but then was told also that I'm starting to look fat in that top or whatever that I was wearing that day. So it was always this weird disconnect with what they what they wanted from me and what I look like and what yeah. the expectation Can I was. Just chime in there because yeah. I want to if you I mean you might not even be Filipino and you're listening and this resonates with you too but you'll go to a random family party and yes. this uncle that you don't talk to ever until it's Thanksgiving, Christmas or Easter is coming up <laughs> to you like talking about your face or whatever or either that you gained or lost weight even though neither is true and <laughs> just with out with the opinions that you didn't ask for. Like hello kind of stranger that I never talked to but it, only to talk about this at holidays and then you're gonna walk away like you just drop this <laughs> and now you're left with, with <laughs> navigating it and being pushed towards where the food is. yes and then they're just like okay go eat <laughs> i'm gonna go eat one grain of rice now. <laughs> can't can't so i'm glad you brought that up because it's definitely a thing yeah and i haven't always been that way and it's been something that i've been working on for a while and mm. i have you know at times I'm when I am feeling comfortable in my body a lot of it has to do with again like I mentioned um, in times when I recognize that I'm utilizing my strength in practical ways and seeing that my butt looks great in these jeans that you know that I just bought that are size bigger but after realizing that jean sizes are just fucked like they there's they're all different why yeah Oh yes. my gosh. That could be a whole episode in itself to talk about women's sizing in clothes in general. But anyways, but yes, of course I still have those days when I look at the stretch marks on my sides, the mm. dimples that my thighs make when I sit in cross-legged position, or the what I've learned recently is keratosis pilaris on my arms, and I don't love it. It's these bumps on my arms that I get that is a hormonal thing and I always had it and people used to point it out and sometimes you know during the time of the month or leading up to my time of the month it's more pronounced during that week prior but see knowledge is power because I am now learning how to deal with that you know gentle exfoliation ladies or men you know whoever's listening I just um, thought I was scaly I don't <laughs> See, you know, I just use knowledge to help me really realize that my body is normal. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I've learned to in those moments to remind myself how far I've come. And I remember watching this show, this show on TLC, very Melissa, um, that did wardrobe makeovers years ago. And one of the hosts said to the person that they were doing the makeover for um, that they need to dress for their body now because what's worse for your self-confidence than trying over and over again to fit into jeans that you wore in high school who gives a who honestly gives a fuck that you can't fit into those jeans anymore you grew curves you went through puberty like that's just that's normal life happening so (gasps) that really stuck with me Melissa, (laughs) I bought a pair of jean shorts like this weekend and they're a little tight so I was like okay let me try to fit into these Uh (gasps) I'm doing exactly what they said not to do. 
well that's what I, and and honestly this is a I have jeans that don't fit me right now and it's at the bottom of of my uh pile and mm-hmm. you know I I'm not perfect at this but I have to remind me of those of that and it's always stuck with me that like hey it's okay that I need to buy new jeans right now we went through a pandemic we're still right. going through a pandemic I'm still trying to you know be healthy and I needed food to cope during that time so I can't knock myself for having to get bigger jeans to feel comfortable wearing jeans you know okay yeah Mm -hmm. and I also love Tan France shout out I love him so much from Queer Eye because he (laughs) follows the philosophy of making everyday adjustments to make your clothes work for you Mm -hmm. versus thinking that your body is wrong if it doesn't fit into a piece of clothing the way that you think it should. So when I think about it, it's it's I have to do a perspective shift when I'm when I find myself in those negative talk situations. So that's kind okay. of where I am. I'm glad you brought journey. that up. That whole thing about your body isn't wrong just because it doesn't fit into clothing the way you think it should. It should. Mm-hmm. And this this makes me feel a little more seen and validated. I just I know a lot of it is like the trauma of of verbal abuse, but I was telling my therapist the other day that literally I had bought this dress and I was upset because the dress was too big as if it was oh. my fault. And she, she was like, wait, you were mad that the dress was too big. And I said, <laughs> yeah. And I knew that I was being irrational as if it was my fault. The dress was too big for me. So it's just, it's crazy. The stuff that goes on in your head, I guess not crazy. Like there's a reason for it, but the stuff that goes on in, in your head. Society, man. And yeah. the, the all of these filters, well, one of them being society, another being family and, and the environment that you grew up in and the culture that you grew up with. It's all all contributing to how we perceive ourselves. So, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Well, we always try to end our episodes on a note of how do we become more comfortable? How to be how to be okay with it as in mm-hmm. the topic. So, I think if you're listening, you're probably wondering how can you shift your current mindset into one of body neutrality. So, neither of us are experts, just going to say that right now cuz you yes. probably could already <laughs> tell. So, we consulted the World Wide Web and we found <laughs> an article that we did like um and it's called Body Neutrality is a body image movement that doesn't focus on your appearance and it's by Lei Wingus hopefully I pronounced that right on HuffPost.com she talks about different ways that you can cope with body neutrality or rather adapt it and she quotes two people the first one being Allison Stone who is a psychotherapist based in New York and she says I try to emphasize the importance of feeling healthy as opposed to attachment on outward appearance. I encourage curiosity and exploration Mm. of what makes your body feel good. Maybe it's a dance class, a run with your dog, or getting a massage. There are so many ways to nourish our bodies, including the food we eat, but also the daily rituals we engage in. So that's one way to approach body neutrality. Mm -hmm. And then another woman she interviewed, Bobby Wenger, who is a Boston-based clinical health psychologist who specializes in stress management. Ooh, love that. She said, notice the physical feelings in the body, like the pressure of a waistband. Notice the emotions without judging them. 
That one's hard. Mm -hmm. Once you've acknowledged your thoughts, try to shift your thinking back to the neutral mindset. For example, focus on the strength of the legs, the consistent and determined work of the heart and lungs, the power of the arms, the thoughtfulness of the brain. Notice and focus on all the work the body does every day of every minute. Show gratitude and say it. Wow. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> I think it ties in again. It's a perspective shift, right? That we need to do mm-hmm. and detach ourselves from what society is feeding us versus how we feel. Right. Basically, get in touch with your feelings about not only other people and other and situations, but yourself <laughs> and your body included. <laughs> and if I could, if I could just add one more thing here. I definitely have found a lot of value in just this conversation with you mm. and yesterday when we were trying to understand this concept and then yeah. doing some research and ex- and exchanging stories and talking about the things that make us uncomfortable with our bodies. So uh, maybe tag a friend in and, and, and not in the sense that like, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, me too. You know, that body bashing that women, yeah. people, but women a lot of the time tend to do together about themselves, but more in the, hey, you know, I was sitting down the other day and my waist band felt really tight and I started getting really upset with myself and and talk about those feelings and acknowledge them maybe you can be each other's accountability buddies in the sense of okay yeah that's true but let's focus on the things that are good or what can you be grateful about remind each other if you're having issues with the gratitude portion of of acknowledging your body and what it is able to give you on a day-to-day basis yeah find that accountability person that Um, can remind you of those things and if not we're there comment on our posts and we'll give you that boost that you need (laughs) thank you all for listening today i hope you enjoyed our conversation here Um, be sure to follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify and on instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast if you'd like to share um, with us an episode idea just like one of our listeners did this time around message us on instagram or you can use our contact page on our website at imuncomfortablepodcast.com We release new episodes every Tuesday, so we will see you next week.